0: Do something that you actually love. I know it sounds really cliche, but do something that doesn't feel like work. Mm. It shouldn't feel like work. If it doesn't excite you to wake up in the morning to go and do, don't do it.
1: Hi and welcome back to Kelly Loan Podcast. I am your host, business mentor, personal brand strategist and style expert on a personal mission to inspire, yes you guessed it, a minimum of five people a day to take action, do something different and just show up as the best person they aspire to be. Keep all your messages coming in. I love seeing them on Instagram when you Tag me in which episode that you've loved or a particular saying that someone said that's inspired you to do something different and had an impact on your day. Thanks in advance for being one of my five a day. Drop a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already and come and say hi to me on any of the platforms. Let me know which episode you have loved and why. Today's episode is all about marketing strategies that Selena Handa, one of the very first people that I actually met in business back in 2004, has done building a successful spa business. She, in this episode, talks about the importance of understanding your local market and how you can create a really unique brand identity to stand out against the competition. She talks about how you can focus on customer service and how providing a really high quality experience really ensures customer loyalty forever. I really hope you enjoy this episode. It's a really good one. Welcome to the show, Selena. It is <laughs> Thank you so you good having to me. have you. Thank you so much for I feel me. like we've we've had a little bit of a chat yeah, um, pre and yeah. we could have just kept going kept with going. that. <laughs> we have known each other for nearly, what, eight, 16 years? 17? I would say years. 20 years. Yeah. It's been 20 years since I've had since you've walked into my office. So I remember, so I was still crew at the time and I had picked up, I think you'd done a flyer drop in the crew accommodation. I think it was my first couple of months being open. Yeah, and and I remember picking up this flyer and I loved the branding I loved the names oh. and I was like I need to go and investigate this spy. Really? and that was how I first found out about you yeah. and I remember just what no, did you do did you call me or did you just show up I think, I think you called I me. think I called and then arrived at um, yeah. Sensasia and then we had a meeting so you were like my first businessy person I oh. think oh. I ever met and I was and <laughs> in in look awe. at you now oh I was and in look at how far you've come of you wow, you've built this and just everything I I loved about your brand and then interviewed you three Mm -hmm. years later for my first book and success in the city. We were just recounting actually that experience. (laughs) So we've got so much to catch up on. But for those that don't Mm -hmm. have the privilege like I do for knowing you so long, why don't you give everyone a little bit of a backstory as to who you are and what brought you to Dubai maybe?
0: Well, I came to Dubai accidentally. I didn't think I'd be here for a very long time. I came here fresh out of university. I was in university in the states. Home is Thailand, and that's where my family was. And at the time, I remember my father saying, don't come back here for a little while unless you end up working for me. Go to Dubai for a little while if you'd like. And I said, okay, my sister was here. I ended up here thinking it'd be a two-month, three-month stint. Oh, my best friend at the time, who's still a very, very close friend of mine today, and I still see regularly, was here as well. So she was like, come on over. I came, and I ended up, long story short, meeting my husband here. Yeah. I didn't leave. People who I came here for, like my sister, my friend, they'd all left and I'm still here. <laughs> still here. So where did you meet your husband? I met him at work. Nice. Cliche Dubai. I met him at
1: work. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so, cliche husband at work and you came for two months. I came for still two living, months that. Was, that 25 was well. years
0: later, I'm still here. 23 years later, I'm still here. Um, yeah, we worked at Merrill Lynch together. I was um very junior, an assistant, and um, he was... One of the financial advisors there and yes. we met you've met my husband. I haven't, do
1: you have, have attended Many your birthday times. parties? Yes. And, uh, I don't think I met your children yet though. Or well, they not. were very really little. Maybe they were
0: really little. My well, we talked about my 30th birthday just now, that crazy party. But um yeah, they weren't around at that time.
1: <laughs> so where did the idea for the spa come about? So you're in finance. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't study finance though. Yeah. I have a business degree,
0: which is I'm sure we'll touch on later. And I had a concentration in consumer behavior marketing and finance was just not the place for me. Merrill Lynch, as much as I loved it and as much as it taught me, I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. Very quickly, I moved to Tetra Pak, which is a packaging company all about branding concepts. I worked in marketing there, moved my way up to business development. I ended up working with um, a very inspiring gentleman, Desmond Joseph. Haven't even been in touch with him forever, but he was extremely inspiring in in the sexiness of a brand, creating a brand and hitting subliminal points in a brand. And that's how I started doing, being interested in conceptual work for brands, branding and understanding, wow, everything we buy or everything we utilize, use in, in our lives is based on what we perceive it to be. Mm. So that's how I ended up doing that for a few years. And then Got bored of corporate, got married, decided, mm, don't really want to work corporate. I'm doing all this work. I think I could do this for myself and do it better. Probably make more money. <laughs>
1: that's, what we, that's, what that's what we all, we all say, think. We all tell ourselves, we'll, we'll, we'll work less and we'll earn we'll more. We'll enjoy more,
0: have more money, and we'll have all this time to go on holiday. Uh, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I said, look, um, I actually searched for a year, two years maybe, thinking, what could I do? What's gonna What's going to do this for me? And um, I was in Vietnam with a group of friends. We were there for Christmas and New Year's on a you know a nice trip. Again, long story short, I ended up in this very very basic colonial house, French colonial house. Because I didn't like my hotel spa, went here. Because remember the Lux guides, love them. Love them, yeah. right? Are they still around? I was
1: just going to ask you, actually.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Because I love them so much and because I thank the Lux Guide for this, I stocked them in the spas for a while for all of Asia. Yeah. I don't know if they're still around.
1: I haven't seen them for a while. We were featured in it. When I had my yes. styling agency, we were in yes. it as well. Yes, yeah. we were in it too. Yes, yeah. for Dubai.
0: Looked at it and it recommended this beautiful spa, colonial spa. Said it was basic, but the best thing you'll ever have. Went to it and the idea struck like like a light bulb went off. And I was in a room with three other people getting the best shiatsu massage of my life with a therapist who spoke zero English. Even thinking about it right now, it just brings goosebumps back. My husband was playing golf with with the guys and that was my afternoon and I went home. I couldn't get back, wait to get back to the hotel and said, this is what I wanna do. I went back a couple of days later to the same spa and I met the owner. She was Vietnamese, American, had no clue how to run a spa, but she had a very similar background to mine, educated in the States with American, you know, that whole culture behind her. Mm -hmm. She kind of sounded like me. And I said, if she can do it, I can totally do this better. I love that. Totally do this better. I said, I don't need to know how to do this. I just need to know how to passionately build this brand and hit people where, you know, the lack that I have, I wanted to spawn Dubai, but everything was pretty stuffy. Sorry, hotel hotel driven. It was only hotels. Only hotel. I mean, and nothing was, and I had just come back from Boston and New York and thinking, you know, I'm still cool, <laughs> even though I probably wasn't but, <laughs> but thinking, we really need to merge this, and that's how I created the day Spa. Yeah. Did
1: you element. ever tell
0: the lady in Vienna? Did oh you- yeah, we kept in touch. and oh. then I the weirdest thing was I ended up meeting her at Chiva Somm Academy, which is where I went to study about spa development and spa management and really understand, you know, what's beneath the hood of, mm-hmm. of all spas. And she was there too.
1: No, And way. I said to
0: her, I said, "Oh my God, it's all because of you."
1: Oh, that's lovely. Isn't that? I think that's such a really important point to touch on Mm -hmm. because you had this idea in the spa, which is a a great idea has come in the spa. Mine are often in the shower, actually. Are they really? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. But, um, you know, from the the spa, you didn't have Mm -mm. spa experience. And I think people in business often get a bit put off going, oh, but I don't have that experience and what, I I shouldn't Mm. do it. But you would say, go for it. I don't know what happened. I, I
0: really don't know what happened. Usually I'd be the first to say, oh God, I can't do that. I, I really can't do that. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Don't do it. But I don't know what happened at that point. I kind of feel like it was meant to be because from that point to opening was eight months.
1: Well, that's quick for Dubai. I know. And especially then. because Especially if we're then. Sort of what, mm-hmm. From 2004 was when mm-hmm. you launched. Yeah. Like the red tape and getting and a trade license. The red tape was I mean, crazy. Yeah,
0: They didn't have um, a category at the economic department for a spa. Yeah. Because they didn't have one for
1: me either. And <laughs> no. I remember getting put into gifts and novelties. <laughs> yes. I got put into physiotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the movement started yeah. happening. You got everything. You picked a great location like Village Mall. And that landed
0: so, like it was like a blessing because when I went there, and I said, I really want a space here because that was when Jumeirah was the coolest place to be. Yeah. Everybody was hanging out there. All the cool brands were there. I went to them. I said, this new mall is opening up. I really want it. I went and I met Laura. Laura Chuary, yeah, who has a huge real estate company right now. Love her. She looked at me and she laughed. She said, are you crazy? How do you think you're going to get a space now to open? And I said, um, here's my concept paper. <laughs> or this is what I want to do. Like really not having a clue yeah. what to even turn in. She's like, this mall has been booked for two years. Like you little child, go away. You have no idea what you're talking about. Two days later, I get a call from her and she said, look, turn in a proper concept paper. And I was still working full time at at, at the time. Mm. She goes, turn in a full concept paper. I like what you said and I'll see. I took two days off work, called in sick. And (laughs) I think for 48 hours, I just put together, Like, it forced me to pound out a concept that was gonna work and I'm the kind of person that works really well under pressure. Procrastination is like my middle name. So I thank her in so many ways because she forced me, yeah. gave me that deadline, 48 hours to turn in. And I was pretty stunned at that concept paper myself. And then she said a week later, it's yours. If you don't uh, ask, you don't you get. You don't get. Yes. Totally. And to dream it, like I looked at it and I said, from the coffee bean and tea leaf was across the street. Do you, you the yes, do you remember yes, that one? Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. The one by that really funky gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it and I was sitting there with my husband, going, "I really think that's the space I need to be
1: in." But <laughs> oh, and and you, yeah. you created, it, you made it happen. The one thing that always struck me with you was the brand mm. and the consistency that you've always delivered. So let's kind of talk on the branding a little bit. You just come up with incredible names, descriptions. I mean, have you got a team that do it now? No, you started I the do beginning. it. I still do you it. Still do it's it. Still part of my favorite
0: part of my job. Don't forget, I'm a marketing person by by trade, you by can nature. See that now
1: through everything, yeah,
0: I I love it, and that's still probably my biggest hold in what I do day to day. It What's well, my... been some of the
1: favorite names that you've? Caught. Oh, I
0: love blissfully unaware.
1: <laughs> what, what is that one? Is that like a massage? That's or? like a hot stone
0: massage. And um, it was inspired by this place I was in in California. I'd seen it on someone's cap. And I was like, that is so cool. It was like bright pink, Barbie doll kind of girl. And I was like, but she looks so blissfully unaware. And right away, I we created a treatment around it with hot stones and like butter. It was just, it's just a lovely, blissful treatment. And do you just write them down? like, or, or Yeah, you- I kind of write them down. Yeah. I constantly, I'm always creatively inspired never in spa but with other other businesses other brands other experiences i've always loved you know fine dining luxury experiences mm. i've always really enjoyed nice holidays thanks to my husband as well lovely i love service i love yeah. i love it when i see attentive service attention to detail when people go that extra mile or brands go that extra mile i find that that gives me the most inspiration do
1: you know what i call that what deceeding the lemon D-seeding the lemon. Yeah, I have a co-concept around de seeding okay, the lemon, tell me. which is my next book. And really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You, you never you, cease you, to surprise you, me. You might be in the next one as well <laughs> with your D-seed the lemon. So the whole concept being, and I think you would really relate to this, yeah. is D-seed the Lemon. It's kind of a metaphor that I've taken from my granny. So she okay. always used to have hot water with lemon. Uh-huh. And she used to say, you know, cut the pips out the right. lemon, because there's nothing worse when you're having it. Or a vodka lime soda or whatever it right. is. The pips. So you just a tiny little thing. Can change the dimension of a drink completely. Yeah, and if you go to like a five star hotel, it really annoys me. If I go to a five star hotel, mm-hmm. I ask for a hot water with lemon, and they can't and be bothered. You've got the pips in yes. there, and it sounds so trivial, but yes. that's the whole thing. It's the tiny things the tiny that make details. the biggest detail. And this is our internal motto: It's in the details. It's in the details.
0: It's our internal we motto. See
1: the lemon. Yeah. Here we come. Here yeah. we come. But I'm it's all that makes it. That tiny little thing. That tiny little thing. Yeah. So the, I, I always remember you telling me when it came to the marketing mm-hmm. experience, when I interviewed you for success in the city, mm-hmm. I never knew the whole concept because so I hadn't had marketing. I love that name. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. it was
0: so we were like, well, God, was... we're so going to be Carrie Bradshaw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but in the business world. <laughs> yeah, I loved um, it. <laughs> you gave me the whole analogy of describing your ideal person. Yes. <gasps> you remember that, Kelly? And Do you remember d- her name? Do you know what I don't? But then you you described it like layers of an onion. Yes, peeling back the onion layers. Yeah. So maybe just explain yes. that a little bit more. So right now, yeah, maybe do yeah go now. for it.
0: So um, <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I tell so few people that story. But I think branding, and I think staying true to your concept, and um, this is how I I created or designed or even put myself in check with Sensation's brand and its core values is. I guess in today's business world, you'll call them avatars. So I had Lily. Lily, that was it. Yeah, I had Lily. And um, oh, you're bringing back lots of memories. She was, I identified her as, you know, who she was, where where she'd hang out, where she'd go to school, what her intrinsic values were as a human being, what she valued in a family, in a friend, in a brand, if she was conscious, if she wasn't. So she was this really sexy understated, very elegant, caucasian woman that just was free-spirited, didn't need to show the world who she was but knew it. Mm. So everything about Sensasia came from that core. Mm. So peeling back the layers is on the top layer is what people see, but if you start to peel off the top layer, it's it's kind of what's under the the crux of that. Then you go another layer to the psychometric analysis of what drives Lily to make her purchase decisions what drives her to affiliate to a brand or what drives her to connect to another human being mm. or how she filters out the idiots, <laughs> as we also say. absolutely, um, And we we do have that, right? So um, that still kind of drives it. It's funny we mentioned that because I used that entire analogy of Lily, a little bit more of a grown up version because I've grown up yeah. and learned a lot as well. We went into, um, we've, we're starting a whole retail line.
1: Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. With Homewares,
0: candles, incense. Oh, wow. Lovely. They're, you'll love it. You'll love the names, by the way. Names like put on something sexy and um, pregnant still on top. So again, <laughs> <laughs> um, I should have brought you some today. But all again, they're all that would relate to her. Her quirkiness, but yet she's- And her grown up version. I her like grown up version. Yeah.
1: I love that.
0: So every time I think, oh, I should really have some cupping in this spot. Like I thought about that the other day. I was like, no, Lily is not that person. So let's stay true to what that's about, not what I want, but what's true to what sensation is about. Because no matter what, every client has resonated with that, Mm. or most of our clients resonate with that. And if something starts to go off, I even toyed with, a lot of clients have asked, why don't you do hair, nails? Why have you remained just spa? And that was one of the reasons. She didn't want to mix that up. Because to her, that relaxation, the feeling of that entire zen of being switched off, in that environment, you put a blow dryer in there or nail varnish smell. It changes smells. the energy. Changes though, the energy.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think then I don't know if one place can be everything, everything to for everybody. <laughs> which is exactly what we say. <laughs> we're not for everybody, yeah, yeah. and we're
0: unapologetic about it. We yeah. say we're not for everybody. If you want to go to a fancy, you know, five star hotel, yeah, exactly. Go have a lovely massage. Spend the day at the bar at the beach. That's for you. Or just come on your anniversary and do a full. Blow out, that's great, but we're not that, Yeah, we're not that box.
1: Yeah. So, where are you now then? So, you started off with the one in the village one. Yes. I know, but maybe share with it, what's the journey been over the past sort of 16, 17 um, years? I never thought I'd grow beyond the village, to be
0: honest. I never expected to. I kind of made that project a passion, fun project. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I thought that would be it. And three, four years later, we opened up on the palm, and I was quite super flattered. And it just kind of opened my horizons when we were asked to open up on the palm. And I was very humbled and very, oh, wow, maybe this is a possibility. I did that. It was the same time I had the kids. And then we grew very quickly to six, seven. At one point, we had seven spas. Catch-22, we were making a lot less money when we had so many outlets because the The headaches
1: and the setup, I imagine. The setups,
0: the back office costs just became astronomical to run everything
1: what would it take to get a spa probably do you have to be in it three years or does it depend on the location it depends
0: on the location village was cash flow positive in nine months
1: wow yeah yeah
0: yeah. um emirates golf club took about two years yeah that was a slow pickup i think because it had perception issues that it had it was a members club only Mm -hmm. at the time now it's a nice spot though it's really now it's a lovely spot
1: was that the first one you made men's as well?
0: That was the, no, the Palm was. was men as well. The okay. Palm had a whole separate area for men. Yeah. What was the question I forgot?
1: Yeah, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> that was, I was so curious on yeah. that about, because you were saying you were making less money. Yes. With
0: more places. More where- places. And we started to grow and grow and grow. Then we reassessed, shut down one or two that weren't doing so well. One yeah. of them was downtown. Oh, because yeah, yeah. the dynamics changed in Dubai. A lot of people, there was a little recession happening. All our fun, young very wealthy, single people were living downtown at the area, and they all moved pretty much overnight. So that spa really suffered. And we said, right, let's cut our losses and shut this one down and Mm. kept the rest open. The other started to close down during COVID. Mm. COVID hit us, but it was a blessing in disguise because it allowed us to reevaluate. It allowed me to reevaluate what I wanted to do. At the time, we were already doing a couple of hotel contracts where the spa people was born, the consultancy, where they'd want an element of Sensasia or allow us to bring Sensasia to them, run it our way, but it be their property.
1: I see. So you've got the, have you got different arms to that? So you can either yes. bring Sensasia yes. in or you can actually just consult or on their- I
0: consult on some international projects as well, where we just help them not necessarily do a feasibility study, but they come to us with, this is what we want to achieve in a location. Mm-hmm. We have this hotel or we've even done private developments, residential developments, really high-end developments where they want a spa element. So we say, this is how, you know, you'd set it up. This is what you would need. This is a capital you'd need. This is how we can even hold your hand for the full year of opening, set it up for you, train everybody up and slowly let you go and you can run it yourself.
1: Amazing. So how many do you have now?
0: We've done quite a few consultancy projects, different modules and different phases. And Um, how many
1: of the spas or Sensasias The sensations
0: we've had two, three. Nice. Right now, our biggest one is with uh, the Kempinski Hotel.
1: Lovely. Yeah, oh, that's so-
0: rebranded into Sensasia Stories, which is a premium version of the Sensasia You Know.
1: Ah, yeah. so that's the next steps yeah. onto it. And How have you enjoyed the consultancy part of it?
0: I won't lie. It's not as easy, again, as we talked about earlier. It's not as easy as um, you'd think. Mm. Some projects are great. I think I take on the projects with people or organizations that I really like. I have to feel that connection with them to like them. There have been quite a few that I've turned down only because I know I may not be the right fit for Mm -hmm. them and vice versa. They may not value the elements that we bring to it that make it a luxury spa And we have to work that out. So it's not always easy.
1: It's, it's, that's a really strong position to be in, knowing that you're comfortable to actually say no. And I think a lot of people, in the beginning, you do have to say yes to a lot of things. You do. Yeah. But I think as you get more comfortable,
0: because my core business is still our own spas, I Mm. do this because I like the creativity, I like the building. I like that element because my job can get kind of boring after a while.
1: Well, and I think <laughs> it's once, the same thing. Once, it's once it's established and you've got your names and yeah. the creativity part is done. They're then done.
0: And we keep changing it up. And we've, I've got a great team. I've got a wonderful operational team, yeah. a wonderful back office team. They're, they're wonderful.
1: So what are the other things that you're doing? I know you're part of EO and that's been Mm -hmm. fairly a a new thing. How have you found that in sort of supporting business? And, you know, I guess it's that whole point of when you run your own thing and you're in one space, how do you learn from others and grow as well?
0: I think I joined EO. I, I dabbled with EO a long time ago, about 10, 15 years ago. My husband was actually the member and then he moved on to something called YPO. But as I was growing and my business facets were changing, I found that my peer group, A, wasn't always able to or interested, I mean I wouldn't either, wouldn't be either, to to sit down and dissect elements of the business with me to help me grow. Mm. There's only so much you're gonna do at home and have it not rule your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think I did it because it's it's a group of like-minded entrepreneurs. They all start their own businesses, whether they're big or small. Mm-hmm. You all go through a similar journey of 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 startup plateauing trying to figure out how to grow more sustaining and the learnings is what I've joined it for I've joined it for that camarade of of the like-mindedness yeah. that I'm not alone in this, that there are other people that are going through this. And it's been a
1: wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. It's really crucial. I've joined a mastermind yeah. in the UK for uh-huh. the very same reasons, like right. four times a year. Oh, it's four times up, a year. Yeah, we okay. meet up back in the UK. Right. And it's all, again, I think it's as much as you maybe want to talk about business, not everyone else wants to Not everybody to wants to. to. Yeah, not everybody wants I to. I so agree. Me, recently, and it was about being in a relationship, and it was to do with your partner, and it was something like, because I'm in business means you're in business too, even right. though if they're not, because it's just part of it. But that's your partner. But your right. your outside circle may not want to necessarily, they may not
0: necessarily always want to chat about it. And especially when you've got intricate decisions to make, mm. you're not going to give them the backstory. I mean, they'll be out the door as fast as you know they've entered here. It's a safe platform, a non judgment platform. Mm. Everybody is open, willing. That's what everybody's joined for. That's mm. what they're there for.
1: What's well, been some of your best marketing strategies you've executed? Is there one that you can think of that you we were like, wow, that went so well? Uh, I would say our gifting. Okay, We've got a couple of good ones. We've done summer
0: massage sale, which you know about. Yes, which It's always great. Which was, was inspired by Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that. Really quickly, that was a couple of years ago, like 10, 10 years ago maybe less. I saw an email that was like, annual sale. And this is what I mean. I get inspired by other brands. Annual sale, semi-annual sale. I was like, that is such a cool thing to do. Obviously, they're, I think they're getting rid of leftover stock or just getting engagement back up. Mm-hmm. I said, this is the coolest thing to do for summer when no one's around and remember when Dubai used to be dead dead yeah <laughs> how are we going to cover our costs pay salaries none of my costs go away <laughs> yeah yeah and we've got to fill bums on beds regardless i said if that hour is gone we don't make any money so we're better off using it to just go half price pretty much just for those couple of months yeah. and people will do it it was a roaring success and do you still do it now we still do it people really? ask for the annual sale in april as soon as Ramadan's over, they're like, well, when's the sale coming? We're like, it's the summer sale. <laughs> but I
1: guess because Ramadan moves yeah, every year. Every year. So
0: they're like, they ask sooner and sooner. Yeah. So that's been a great one. And we don't even slash our prices that much anymore. I think it's just the mentality of you're getting a deal and getting good value. And getting good value. <laughs> and getting for good it value. Well. Some of them go up to 40% off. And then we, some of them not And so are people much. allowed to buy vouchers? Or is just the. You to, have to do the treatments. You have to so, come and yeah. do the treatments. Yeah. We get the bum
1: on the bed. I had one of the best treatments in your spa, and I had never experienced. I think it was kind of like a. a, I I can't even remember what it was called. See the the (laughs) name, but she gave me. Like I say, twisted my body and. Ooh, okay, maybe you had the Thai yoga stretch. Oh, I've never experienced anything like it. Like the 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 popping of you know oh the the air of uh-huh. isn't, isn't that the the terminology they pop and then you you feel air come out of places <laughs> it was so good I was, I was she said can you just move this way i was like i'm not that flexible but she managed to get me into this position wow. and i was like this is incredible she feels feel so good that night totally totally slept wow. slept, slept slept so well good <laughs> um so how are you sort of in the terms of kind of going forward, what's next? Is it the spa people where you're focused on? Are you happy where you are? I mean, you've done the seven spas, come back a little bit from uh, that. What's
0: We're limited on the spa consultancy. Like I said, we pick and choose the projects yeah. we want to work with and the modules and depending on our schedules. I'm really enjoying the whole retail line right now. Mm-hmm. I love the spas. Don't get me wrong. I do love the spas. I do, but I can do them in my sleep now, Yeah, creating them. We've got the, the model down. We've got the templates down. We know what makes it work. The only change ever happens with the space. Mm -hmm. We have to, the hard work is the space, getting the space right, getting the elements right. And that comes down to the designers you choose and the architects you work with. But I'm really, really right now enjoying the whole gifting experience. Oh, I was gonna tell you. So another big thing we do is gifting, gift vouchers. We, um, this was inspired by Bloomingdale's. When you know how in Bloomingdale's in the counters you've got those little cards, yeah, those cards, and they all have different messages and different colors on yeah. them. I said that's a great idea. We're going to do this for Christmas. So we started doing Christmas campaigning with different messaging, steering away from our usual gift vouchers to "Meet Me Under the Mistletoe" messaging, or "You're you you know you mean everything to me" kind of thing, or "You've made Santa's nice list." And we got a little cheekier, which I won't say now this year. (laughs) We get a little cheekier and cheekier and we change the messaging every year. We change the entire design every year. And that's what's made me realize that gifting is huge. Again, it's all about what the gifter purchases for you and how you feel Mm -hmm. loving that gift you received. And in turn, telling me the gifter that I love that gift. And that makes me the gifter feel incredible. And I think that's what snowballs.
1: It's so funny you talk about that because I still remember. So for your very first gift vouchers uh-huh. you used to have in a very elaborate ribboned. Yes, the green ribbon. Yes, they're still ribboned. Are they and yeah. I remember the the, the, the girl in reception? Do you remember Zoe? Yes. At reception? I do. I do. So she started that by accident. Oh and she and did it, was it for incredible. one client. Yeah. She did it for
0: one client by accident. I'm so glad you remember Zoe. And she's the one who created that beautiful ribbon. Yeah, and it
1: has. Oh, I've tried to replicate it on Christmas presents, birthday I'll presents. I'll teach you later. <laughs> okay, <perfect>. <laughs> really <laughs> but easy. I've never managed, but it was so beautiful. I, I remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so nice. So we're getting into the whole gifting thing. Online shopping is now a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, gifting on online, gifting e-gift vouchers online as well, and that's why we went into the whole range of candles, ice globes. We're going into a whole bunch of really so when fun When does that stuff? launch then? Ice globes are out. Okay, Candles so- have just arrived. Ooh. They're all out. And they we had them in just before Christmas. And the rest is slowly coming.
1: So was this just a time where you got to be so creative with yeah. the names and, yeah. and like And I didn't the have to inhibit. Yeah. yeah. I love <laughs> yeah. that. Who's been one of your who's been a mentor or someone that's really inspired you on this sort of journey? Watch, I, I
0: think I told you this before as well. She's not a person I've met, but I absolutely want to be her. And wish I was her and wish I had the tenacity this woman has, the persistence, the creativity is Marcia Kilgore. Ah. The creator of Bliss originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then she moved on to what? I think it was Fit Flop. Mm. And then she did Soap and Glory. Now she's on to something else. I can't keep up with this woman. I love everything she's done. And is it the, everything from the branding perspective? The or branding t- perspective, the product. How the product fits to market is just incredible. It's almost like she's light years ahead of what's ready. And when it's launched, people go, oh my God, that's just way out there. But very quickly, you get the adopters and she just, then she sells it. You should write to her. I should, shouldn't I? She signed a little soap and glory box for me um, that a friend met her at a dinner and said, you know that my friend, me, is obsessed with you and wants to be you. And she just was at this dinner with him and signed a little it's Open Glory Tube, and I still have it on my desk.
1: You should totally <laughs> write to her. Or send I Send a should. message or do a handwritten card, find the address, send it to the... I should, should I? Oh, you're I? Talk, always talking about deseeding the lemon. What's yeah. a little bit? How to stand out? Yeah. You never know. She's completely inspired me on so many levels. Wow. Has she yeah. ever written a
0: book? I don't think so, no. Go hit her up, Kelly. Okay,
1: I will do. You I do. Will do. And I'll leave the notes yeah. and the links I think she lives in London this. now. Ah. Yeah. I'd love to know in the... Spa industry. And it's a question mm-hmm. I actually ask in pretty much every episode. Myths. <laughs> do you have a, a spa bed in your office? And like, do you really work? I like, to be fair.
0: <laughs> I wish. And I love how I mean even dear friends love them dearly. Even my family members love them dearly. Your job is so easy. Don't you live in a spa bed or don't you just get a massage all day? I wish. I'm lucky if I get a massage once a month. My therapists actually say to me, your back is disgusting because (laughs) it's as hard as rock. You've got the spa. Why don't you ever come in and use it? Don't come when you're in pain. Please just make it a regular thing because you make our job really difficult for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Make make it more consistent. Just can you just be a little bit more consistent? Because you're consistent in everything else. Everything else.
0: But no, I don't. And I also find being in the spa is work. Mm. I love going to the spa. I, I probably got more massages before I had the the spa, but it's work because I'm I'm also the biggest critic because of the details. Because of not in a bad way, but I get inspired as well in spa to go. Oh, I like this, but we should probably do this this way. And I throw people off their groove <laughs> when I do do that. Sometimes, would you ever go to another spa? Oh, I always do.
1: Oh, what to kind of suss out what's going on, or just, just so it's I nice know to I be- can switch off.
0: Uh, I know okay. I can switch off. I spa a lot when I travel. Yeah.
1: Very much so. I, I enjoy doing it. So the I best travel. one outside the UE was one that's like... that. The one, one outside? The yeah, that de-seeds the lemon. In the the one that I've loved? Yes. Oh, that's a really trick question, Kelly. Mm. There's so many good spas.
0: So there's no favorites? There was a place in New York that was, again, not a not a beautiful hotel spa, but I think it was called the Townhouse Spa. Mm. And it was on off of Fifth Avenue somewhere down in a basement. I'd read about it in timeout and they had rated it really highly as a really good day spa. And it was just wonderful. Wonderful. Really good. Oh, and believe it or not, one of the best massages I've ever had was in Baku. Boring spa in the hotel. The therapist, you could tell that this therapist was just I feel like she was in a trance when she was doing her treatment on me, and she just loved what she She loved what she was doing. I felt like she could identify. Usually, when you're getting a massage, you're like, "Ah, they're not they're not hitting that spot." She knew the spot before I could tell the spot. Like intuitive, nearly intuitive. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But Baku of all places. Yeah,
1: how bizarre. I know. I know. So to wrap up, I guess today I've loved it, and I feel like oh, we're just we're there's just beginning. Just so much. <laughs> there's so much more because it's been so long since I did catch up. With. What's maybe something I haven't asked you that you're like oh I wished you had, or something that's coming up, or filled me in in the mm. the blank spaces? Is there anything you'd want to say?
0: I don't think so. I think we kind of covered everything. Take I know that poxies. I know that there's there's so much you haven't asked me, but I I think. Might
1: not be here. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be over the wine. That'll be over the the wine. (laughs) wine. (laughs) What would you say to someone who's thinking of starting or maybe who's in business or kind of what, what tips have you got? I think
0: um, one of the biggest tips I ever got after I'd started and I, and it's proven itself is do something that you actually love. I know it sounds really cliche, but do something that doesn't feel like work. Mm. It shouldn't feel like work. If it doesn't excite you to wake up in the morning to go and do, don't do it. Yeah right? The other day I went to a new opening. I'm sure you've heard of it called the, 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 the Bureau. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. Yes. And meeting the two women who started it. And they're and going to be on
1: the podcast. Oh, you must <laughs> tell coming. them, you yes. must,
0: must tell them. I really felt a lovely energy about that space, mm. knowing that they were doing something that they, they loved, they and, loved yeah, and, yeah. and put their seal of approval on. And you know, they're going to do so well with it because you could just feel the passion Surging through the the space between yeah, the walls. The energy walls. is lovely. The in energy there, was incredible. Mm. It really struck me. And I've, I've been to a lot of openings, and I really felt that that was just from the initial branding, the initial concept, the initial everything yeah. was just wonderful. Yeah. So always do, I think, do what doesn't feel like work.
1: I love it. How can people find you? Where's the best place? You're on LinkedIn? Um, probably LinkedIn yeah. or, yeah, our website,
0: Sensasia. yeah, com.
1: Thank you so thank much, much for you being so part of it. Thank you. Thank you. We need you. a part two. I feel what is it? We need a part. We need two a part two. I know <laughs> it's going to be a lot longer. And <laughs> 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 thank you. Thanks, Kelly. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is how more people can hear about the amazing stories and guests that we have on here. Even better, you can also share this on social media. Screenshot it and share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your Twitter account. The more people that see these episodes, the more awareness it brings to small businesses and those that are trying to make an impact and difference. And if you want to know more about how you can develop your personal brand, then check out our new website. Brand new creators designed by our in-house team. And we are in the business of helping you to increase your online visibility, build industry authority, lead change, motivate and profit. Who doesn't want that? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Until next time. Bye.